Hey guys, welcome to my podcast. It's good to have you back. It's good to be here. Uh, today I'll be talking about all things Corona. All things Corona. That will be my talk, whether it be on politics, the world, and the church. But before I start, let me first uh, make a, a public service announcement, um, which is from the World Health Organization. And do the five, help stop coronavirus. One, hands, wash them often. Two, elbow, cough into it. Three, face, don't touch it. Four, feet, stay more than three feet apart. Five, feel sick, stay home. It is important to know that if you're feeling sick, whether it be a fever, headache, or any other sickness, please stay home. As we all know that uh, a lot of people, especially younger folks, those between the age of one to 30, uh, they are less likely to know that they have the coronavirus. And so we are the the transmitter um, of the virus because we are unaware um, of the virus. So when we have it, and it takes a little bit longer for us to know and for, us to, for it to show that we have the virus. So for the elderly, we want to be mindful of our grandparents. We want to be mindful of the, 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 the our senior citizens in our community, in our churches, in our workplace. And of course, everywhere we go, we try to look out for the most vulnerable amongst us. It is also important to be mindful of those who are going through surgery, those who have underwent um, surgery, and those who are having any other medical condition. Um, It is also asked that if you smoke, please stop smoking. And if you do drink heavily, please stop drinking since the coronavirus seems to take a very hard hit uh, to those persons who either smoke or drink. So again, let us be mindful. Let us be our brother's keeper. And of course, no one um, is an island. Um, What's amazing about this uh, coronavirus um, is that we are often asked as, as people and as humanity to come together to fight, to support each other, to look out for each other. And when one or two are gathered, we know that we have strength and power to overcome. But sadly and surprisingly, uh, this coronavirus has basically asked us to step away from each other, um, to distance, as they call it, social distancing. and especially in this time, and we have to be very mindful. And it's a bit outbreaking that, you know, when we really want to come together, we are social beings, we are political beings, and we are religious beings too. And for us to not come together for a birthday celebration, for a wedding, for a funeral, for a Sunday mass, Sunday service, or a Saturday service, it is a bit painful that we can't come together because of the coronavirus. 
But at the end of the day, we must be mindful that if we can uh, weather the storm of the corona, then we will have many more birthdays and weddings and all those stuff to attend. So just for this sake, for just this time, let us be mindful of the other person and put ourselves last, you know, when it comes on to the care of others. Because many times, because we live in a very capitalist society, we tend to want to put ourselves first in everything and to be the first, you know, to be upfront. But this virus is definitely asking all of us to put ourselves last by thinking of the other person, those who are sick and the age amongst us. Um, pressing discussion, I just want to go straight into um, today's. When I, today I was watching a video of the, uh, the Pope, Pope Francis, who is the Vicar of Christ and the leader of the Roman Catholic Church. He's, uh, he's head of 1.3 billion uh, Catholics around the world from different cultures, race, and background. And today, for the first time, there are images captured um, of Pope Francis uh, doing the Angelus and blessing an empty St. Peter's Square. It is indeed sad. Uh, I never in my life imagined that I would live to see the day when St. Peter's Square is completely empty, when the Pope of Rome, the Vicar of Christ and the successor of St. Peter will be giving his apostolic blessing to the people of Rome and the world and nobody physically is present in St. Peter's Square. This uh, shows to us the magnitude of uh, the virus. It shows the, the effects on, of the virus, not only on our social and political life, but that of our religious life. Uh, here in the US, we are aware of churches and uh, being closed, uh, mosques and temples, synagogues have been asked to limit the number of attendees for the sake of the age and the sake of those who are sick so that we can um, overcome this virus as soon as possible. I, as I said, I never imagined that in my lifetime that um, I will, you know, I'll be able to see something like this, a virus threatening um, human civilization, threatening our economy, threatening our social activities and our religious duties. Uh, last week, Tuesday, the Archbishop of Miami have asked the faithful of the Archdiocese to, uh, to close their school. And for the faithful, especially those who are sick, to stay away from the parish and stay home so that they may find themselves in a better situation instead of one that is worse by coming to a church of 500 and more people and being infected with the virus, which can and which could also be deadly for them. 
and for those around them. Uh, I must say that despite um, the empty scene in the Vatican uh, City today, I was also impressed by uh, His Holiness Pope Francis walking in the streets of Rome. He left the Vatican and went to uh, two basilicas, I believe, in Rome, and he visited a famous cross which was used uh, in the Roman time when they were suffering um, a plague. And he also went to an icon of the Blessed Virgin Mary to intercede on behalf of, of all of us and to ask God for mercy through the intercession of the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of Divine Love. It, it is warming, you know, it's heartwarming um, to see the pontiff. You know, I, I, I can imagine um, his pain, I can imagine um, his anxiety, I could imagine, imagine all of those fears and, you know, and thoughts of the, the Pope, you know, is concerned because he's a spiritual father. He's not just someone who's dressed in white and sits in Rome. He's a spiritual father. He's the head of the, 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 the church here on earth, given to him by Jesus Christ through the success of St. Peter. And looking at uh, the, the, the Pope walking through the streets of Rome and a few, maybe four or five people passing by, uh, you could see the, 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 the face, the expression of his face, one of concern, one of, uh, you know, one could say hopelessness. It, there wasn't, it wasn't a face that uh, expressed joy. It wasn't a face that expressed that, you know, all will be well. It was rather contrary to that. It was a face that expressed some form of um, hopelessness. But even though his face was expressing that, the fact that his presence, he was able to leave Vatican City, leave the walls of St. Peter, and walk out into the streets of Rome, it's an indication that we are not alone, that the successor of Peter, the successor of Christ, our Lord, is indeed concerned and worried and maybe traumatized as to what will come next as we continue to uh, pray and hope for the best. Uh, on Friday, I was talking to some of the seminarians of the Archdiocese of Miami and some of the seminarians from different um, um, dioceses within Florida. And we were actually <laughs> discussing that uh, a lot of people said that Pope Francis would have been the final pope, who will be the last pope, and he's a pope in black because he's a Jesuit. And, uh, you know, we were basically, some of us were laughing, some of us were not laughing too much because, uh, you know, prophecies, some people are try, trying to see uh, if, if this is indeed the last, uh, if he's, Pope Francis is indeed the last pope. But amidst all of that, we remain hopeful, even if Pope Francis is the last pope, even if uh, it is the end of the world. Uh, us Christians, we believe that Jesus Christ is the Savior of the world and that he will come to judge the living and the dead. And we believe in eternal life. And if it is time for God 
to return, then we are at service, we are at the service of the gospel. And to be at service of the gospel is to mean that our hearts and souls are ready for the kingdom of God at whatever time, at, at whatever moment we are ready. And so I, I really wanted to, you know, express that gratitude to His Holiness um, for leaving the walls of St. Peter and for walking in the streets, seeing a first glance, a first image of his town, of his people being locked away, being, um, being prisoners in their own homes because of the coronavirus. Um, I, I, although I am a bit shocked and, and a bit terrified of this virus, I remain hopeful myself because I'm looking for that moment when I will be able to tell future seminarians uh, of this moment, of this time, of this year, 2020, to tell them that we survived as a church. It wasn't the end. People did not get the chance to go to Mass, and we had to stay home and pray in our rooms and rosaries, and we had to stay apart, but it was not the end. And sometimes God, um, I believe, um, brings us these moments so that we can always remember that whether it be famine, whether it be disaster, whether it be world war or whatever it is, that Christ is present. And so uh, we must remain hopeful we must remain hopeful at all times. In other discussion, I today was, uh, uh, well, not today, but yesterday, I was uh, a bit surprised as I saw pictures on Twitter from the opposition party in Jamaica, the People's National Party uh, poster, um, asking, um, their constituents, that if they have any questions or feeling sick or any queries, to please call them at a specific number. Uh, on each poster, I saw about five different political posters being used on Twitter and other social media. Um, I saw where the, the, part, the candidate is there and I saw numbers, but at each, on each flyer, there are different numbers um, being used. There are different numbers being used. So if they, they say, if you have any questions or queries, please call this number. And the picture of the candidate or the member of parliament is there. Um, so and I'm gonna mark you before I even talk, I'll make a commentary about it. It is important to know that uh, we have we have in Jamaica we have the right to 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 move a freedom. That's one of the benefits of living in a a, a, a capitalist uh, Western world civilization, where our rights come first, and when our rights are being impeded then we, as a free people, um, we 
express it in different ways freely despite the consequence or the consequences but i i'm a bit perturbed uh by 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 this because i mean while it is good that the member of parliament just like the pope of rome walking in the streets of um the vatican uh in the streets of rome excuse me um despite being told by the the italian authorities to stay indoors and remember we know that pope francis is also sick uh the pope the pope went uh against those orders and eventually went out on the streets now we know that in jamaica that the the pope the 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 government have put in place um contact numbers information they have made themselves available through social media through the radio through the tv and they have been putting a lot putting out a lot of advertisement making us know and making us be um be aware of the steps to take if we're feeling ill and the steps in preventing um the the from us from catching the coronavirus and steps you know if we do catch it what to do um so i was very impressed that the prime minister of jamaica the honorable andrew olness and the minister of health um christopher tufton and the team at the ministry of health have been giving these information have been following up and tweeting all these information and at the same time the opposition party instead of unifying the country instead of coming together making sure there's one information one contact and coming on board and making a theme a team of um of um operators telephone operators you know working together with the government and the minister of education um minister of health and coming to create a call center they instead are going against that so they have branch out of the the minister of health and they have created their own helpline instead of using those resources and put it into that as the ministry of health um as i said uh it is important to know that we are a free, free people and uh, we are a free society we are not a, a draconian society like that of china and russia and cuba communist countries and so we are free to do and be who we are i want to be but at the same time if we want to fight this virus if we want to build our economy if we want to bring back everything to um to stability having different helplines and different um communication um methods one that is separate and independent of the government is not helpful for the society it is not helpful to and for the society because it can create chaos it can create confusion if two or three or four uh, different um doctors or helpline are saying something different from that 
of the Ministry of Health and that of the government of Jamaica. I wish and I pray that the day will come when uh, we will put aside the political, um, you know, political, um, you know, tribal tribalism, and instead put forward a political unity. There must be something that we as a nation, we as Jamaica, and as Americans, um, that we put aside political biting and political stabbing and trying to make political points by just saying, this is the information that we have, this is what you should do, and this is what we are doing. One information causes unity, it causes calm, and it signifies that our political uh, um, representatives have the best interests um, of the, 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 the Jamaican people. It is important that we put, uh, we give this this light. And I, I do not want it to be sound um, like I am against independent parties, I'm against independent opinions, because what I'm doing now is also independent of major radio station, um, major podcasts. You know, it's important to get information from different places. But are these information or opinions in line with that of the, the main body? Especially in something with something like the coronavirus. This is something not to to put in a political box. It is not something to put in a religious box. It is not something that we should put in a box of our own and color it green, red, yellow, or blue, or put a cross or a crescent moon or the star of David above it. No, we as a society, we as humans must, must come together our elderly and and those who are sick depend on us to come together and to fight this virus. It is important for us to fight this virus. And if we want to fight it, we must no longer be Democrats. We must no longer be Republican. We must no longer be a, a comrade or a com green or a green man or whatever it is, we must come together. We must come together and defend the dignity of all persons, especially when we know we're the vulnerable and the weak and the sick and the dying amongst us. We must come together. It is important that we do so. And so, as I continue to look and read and pray, I pray that we as a nation, as a country, whether we are in the US, whether we are in Japan, whether we are in Jamaica, 
whether we are in Trinidad or the Dominican Republic or India, wherever we are, we, this virus does not discriminate. It doesn't care about your borders. It doesn't care about your walls. It doesn't care about your language or the God or gods you serve. It doesn't care about your sexuality, whether you're gay, straight, bi, sexual. It doesn't care about your IQ or the color shirt you wear. If we really want to overcome this virus so that we can tell our generation, our future generation, of all we overcome, we must work together. And what great story it will be what great message it will be, a message of triumph, of victory, when we sit with our future great-grandchildren and grandchildren, cousins and friends, and tell them, oh, we are the 21st century generation overcame the coronavirus. We are humankind, we are mankind, and we have the intellect, the will, and reason to overcome. We will overcome, we must overcome, not alone, but together. Thank you for joining, and may God bless you. Have yourself a good and holy week. And remember, be kind, be kind. And before I go, a reminder to you to wash your hands, sneeze in your elbow, wash your hands, wash your hands, wash your hands. Stay more than three feet apart. Don't touch your face, wash your hands. And if you're sick, stay home. Thank you, thank you.